Hi, my name is Riley Manning and welcome back to my podcast. Today, I will be telling the story of my anxiety with guest star Hillary Manning. When I was 13, I was selected to be on the top team for my soccer club. While I was very excited for the season ahead, I was well aware that I would not be playing as much due to a girl who was better than me, but I was up for the challenge ahead. As the season started, I felt that I was coming very close to the girl in skill and was hoping to prove myself with playing time. When the first tournament came around, I was so excited to play, especially because it was a new set of girls that I had never played with before. After that first day, I had actually played a lot and was very excited, but the next day, it took a turn. I barely played at all. I remember getting the trophy that our team had won, and it meant nothing to me. I did not feel as though I was a part of the win, nor did I feel as though I deserved it. As a parent, one of the hardest times is knowing your child is hurting and that there's nothing you can do to make it stop. As tournaments went by, my playing time decreased substantially. I was not getting coached and the treatment was unfair. I felt like I was a liability, not by my teammates, but by my coach. He had lied to me and my family. One of our last tournaments, State Cup, was the most emotionally and mentally degrading of them all. My mom and I traveled all the way to Asheville, North Carolina to not be played nor get acknowledged by my coach. My mom and I had dropped my brother's last Pop Warner football game to go to this tournament. After our last game, I was walking back to my mom, crying and mentally done, while my coach came up to me and proceeded to come talk, giving me words of encouragement and his fake sorries. Then he proceeded to hug me, which only made my mom and I more upset. When we drove to Asheville one weekend in November, I was trying to keep Riley as positive as I could, encouraging her to be prepared for anything, be ready to support her teammates on or off the field, and reminders that the only things she could control were her attitude and her effort. Who would have guessed that the one who needed the attitude reminder was me? As the game came down to an end, it was becoming clear that Riley would not again get a chance to play and all while her coach ignored her. I was so sad for Riley and trying to figure out what I would say to her once we were in the car. And then I saw it, and it's a memory I can't erase. I could see Riley crying as she walked towards the parking lot, and my heart was breaking for her. I looked down and tried to stop my own tears. When I opened my eyes to see where she was, I saw her coach walking towards her with his arms outstretched, You know that expression, seeing red? Well, I saw it. As I watched the man who single-handedly had broken my child try to put his arms around her to comfort her, I lost it. I threw my chair to the ground and walked across the field. I had to get to my daughter. By the time I got to her, she was surrounded by her teammates, and to his credit, he had walked away. I wrapped my arms around her, told her I loved her, and that we were going home. The rest of the season after that was a blur, and my life felt as if it was crumbling. This anxiety and sadness I had felt had overtaken me, almost as if it was my own personal bully. I can truly say that as a 13 and 14-year-old, I did not care about anything. I'd write journals about happiness, trying to find it, but I never could. The smile turned to an expressionless face, and my fierce competitor was battling with a crippling internal sadness. Everything had changed over four or five months. It's still hard to talk about this now. It was such a dark time, and we are still dealing with some lasting effects. Anxiety is no joke, but we are taking it one day at a time, 
And I think as a family, we are better and stronger for it. Over the past two years, I've been going to counseling and changing the way I see things. I'm not saying that everything is perfect, nor that I'm cured, but it is so much better than it was. Yes, I still hear my coach's voice. Yes, I still get upset when I mess up, and yes, I'm still 10 times harder on myself than everyone else, but I can confidently say that I can now feel happiness, joy, and laughter in my life. Anxiety is not a one-time thing, and it cannot be easily cured. And now the best part of all of it is the smile is back and the joy is back. And there's a new friend around called self-confidence that's starting to hang out a little more often than before. Anxiety still hangs out on a regular, but there are boundaries to that relationship. And I could not be more proud of Riley.